Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Song vs. Radio, now dubbed as SVS for the new season. We are gearing up for 2017 for some new ventures that we're going to be trying to do, rebranding the station for you guys. As of now, we've gotten back into podcasting, so hopefully you enjoy. But to get the new season started, I've got a very special guest all the way from the UK. Actually, an old school friend of mine. I used to go to school with her. Funny how we crossed paths because she was actually in South Africa at the time, and then I was also a missionary to South Africa. And we attended this school called VCA. It was located in Lelouchia, I believe. Schooled together there for about three years or so before she moved and then I moved. And now, about 10 or a dozen years later, we are reuniting on the air. Her name is Victoria Omotoso, if I'm saying it correctly. I'm so happy to have her on the show. I'm really excited to get you guys introduced to her, to know about her. Hi, uh, thank you so much for having me. So, yeah, my name's Victoria. Uh, my father also is a missionary, so we lived in South Africa for about eight years. So this is ages ago, over 12 years ago, we came back (laughs) and met up and yeah, it's been great. I am from London, uh, but I've moved out now to a place called Exeter, which is in more the southwest of the UK. Um, I'm doing a PhD in theology and yeah, I just moved here about two weeks ago, so just getting all settled in and um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to such having such an adventure and um, starting a new journey. Tell us a little bit now about what you're studying in your PhD field and uh, why you chose to go as far as a PhD because I know the value sometimes, I'm not saying it's not there, but there's a lot of people doubting the value of college education these days. So tell us a little bit about why you chose to go the PhD route and then also what's your interest in concerning what you're studying and then also I think you were telling me that you have a high interest in film as well and documentaries. Tell us a little bit more about that. It's something you do have to think about because, I, I mean, I do agree it doesn't necessarily guarantee, you know, a job or, or anything like that. But it's it's something that I love and my research involves, like you said, film, more specifically Jesus films. And it's something that's always kind of fascinating, which is also part of my research, seeing on how presentations and representations of Jesus in film can undermine or enhance faith amongst um, Christian community. I mean, when I did my first degree and my master's, I just felt like there's still more like, I need to do. Like, there's still more I could, you know, really just go quite niche with this and quite, you know, try and get into the you know, underbelly, so to speak, of, of really how film is such an amazing tool, yeah. um, not just because it tells a story, but also, you know, you have the visual dimensions of things and, you know, you're able to see characters. I think it's a different thing from, you know, we all have, you know, you read the book and then the book becomes a film and then yeah. everything changes. Very cool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and it's, again, taking that same kind of phenomenon and saying, oh, you know, if Christians read the Bible or, you know, if Christian communities, religious communities, they read these things and then if it plays out on film, how does that have an effect? on their kind of um, formation in terms of their religious setup. Um, sure. so, so, yeah, so that's the main bulk of my research and it's just why I decided to, you know, kind of continue with it. And yeah, which has brought me here to a different city. 
Awesome. Along the lines of what I do on the show, um, the secret that most of my mainstream guests don't know is that every show I compare secretly someone from the kingdom side up against uh, more popular known mainstream artists. And the reason why I do this is because I want to give unbiased fair critique to both sides in the fact that I don't like to use Christian as an excuse for no excellence. So like, as far as film goes, sad to say I've not really been too impressed with most Christian dubbed films. They haven't really cared for like the art form in in as much as uh, as some of the mainstream world has cared about it. Now I'm not saying there's not some exceptions out there. Like I think the most impressive Christian film this year that I saw was probably Risen. That was probably the best I've seen since probably The Passion of the Christ as far as depicting the story of Jesus in a gripping way. And also I like that route they took of like almost like a detective route where this Roman soldier is like trying to find out. Yeah, like where his whereabouts were, what happened after that faithful day, who, what people did he touch, and then the scene that he actually finds him in, that was like, that was really a heart-wrenching scene. So, and I, I'm glad they got a professional actor at least to hold the story together, Joseph Fiennes. I, I think he did a brilliant job. But basically, the last example I'll give before we get into our critiques today is, if there was two restaurants across the street, right? One restaurant was owned by Hindus and they were making fresh grilled chicken. And then the other restaurant was owned by Christians and they were preparing rotten eggs. Which one would you buy from? Hindu. Yeah, exactly. Because because Christian does not cover up the fact that you should be doing anything you're doing business-wise with excellence. Because I believe that not only the words of our mouth and our actions, but also the work of our hands is also a witness. We can't lower the standard just because we're Christian. We have to meet the standard either the world sets or even set a higher standard for them to reach. So so definitely, that's what the show's all about. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be hearing two songs back to back each round. We got three rounds coming up. My artist selection of the day is Dara McLean. She's a, a soulful blondie. I don't like usually using the term blondie too much, but you know, she does have long blonde hair. And I always love when a person does not sound the way they look. I always love artists like that. And um, stick around also. After round three, we're going to get into a little bit of a surprise from Victoria that she hasn't told about us told us about yet. Well, she'll tell us later. What I did to honor the UK, since my guest is from the UK, is that each round is what I think are three of the finest females that the UK has gifted us with to the world in recent years. And we're gonna start with none other than the finest on world standards at the moment. Her name is Adele, and we're gonna be starting with the track Hello. Everyone knows it, but we're still gonna be reviewing it today. Here we go. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say the time's supposed to heal ya, but I ain't done much healing. Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. Hello from the other 
typical of me to talk about myself. I'm sorry. I hope that you will. Did you ever make it out of that town where nothing ever happened? It's no secret that the both of us are running out of time. So Hello by Adele, and that's gonna be going up against You Are All I Need by Dara McLean. Here we go. All my life, every breath, you are Lord, every step, you take me to the mountain. You take me to the depths You take me to the fountain When I have nothing left You lift my head You lift my head You lift my head You lift my head Oh, oh, oh. 
in you I'll stay by your word light the way you take me to the mountain you take me to the depths you take me to the fountain I have nothing left You lift my head You lift my head You lift my head You lift my head You are all I need You are strength
Alright, those You Are All I Need by Miss Dara McLean. And that was going against the gigantic, I kindly partially unfair, Hello by Adele. You Are All I Need kind of played it a little too safe and simplistic compared to Hello. Hello was a nice... I mean, we had to wait four years for it, but it was a nice follow-up to the production that we got on 21, which had that like slow rise build to it. And then by the time you reach the bridge part, you're like all in it, completely captivated. So definitely, in my opinion, Adele does not play it as safe as um, Darren McLean did in You Are All I Need. I think the only song I've heard Adele play a little safe, but still was a nice experiment for her was Send My Love to Your New Lover. Yeah, that's conform into more the modern eclectic pop sound which i'm a big fan of as well i just felt like it wasn't completely the adele i know but still it was a nice experiment anyway backtracking to our two songs here hello god i think victoria was saying that i don't know if this was a trend online or something like can you remember the first day that you actually heard hello and it has such a deep sentiment to it that like almost every picture frame in your mind comes back like deja vu when you first heard that song but the biggest memory i found was by the time that chorus hit me i was like wow i thought i knew all about adele and then all of a sudden she just gave me something more that i didn't even know about her yeah and just when i thought that maybe that surgery might have taken a little toll on her voice she just shocked me and said no i'm still here i'm proud of my sister adele there she did an excellent job the dynamics was amazing the background vocals were phenomenal production had a slow uh consistent constant rise i think if we just listened to the instrumental alone it could have been perfect for a movie soundtrack you are all i need is just playing it safe for the church audience and i wish sometimes the church audience would not just only think about their crowd but the outside crowd as well exactly don't box her in she you can hear immediately that this girl can sing unfortunately unfairly I'm going to have to give that unbiasedly still to Hello by Adele. Go ahead, Victoria. What's your comments? Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree, to be honest. It, and it's not because I just love Adele again. I'm biased. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, there is no doubt Dara can sing. The girl's got a good set of lungs on her. Yeah. And I do feel the song did block her a bit. And, I mean, lyrically speaking, you know, in the verse, I think, anyway, the, ver the song, Dara's song was very, you know, it was very kind of, you know, you think about it, you know, it was very, you know, it pulls a bit on the heartstrings. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I found it a little bit boring, just a tad bit boring, mm. like, after, I mean, you hear it and you're like, okay, okay, gets the chorus, and then, I don't know, it just felt a bit too repetitive for me. In contrast, I feel Adele's Hello, because there was so much dynamic, because there was so much going on you know you've got a very dramatic you know leading up to the last chorus you know with the backing vocals and the you know you hear the strings and you hear the drum build up i yeah. think all those dynamics it kind of it wakes you up and yeah. you're like whoa no <laughs> literally quite literally um so yeah i'm gonna have to go with adele on this one hello was a three-dimensional song while well, you all in need felt a little more close to one dimensional the last thing i'll say i love the ccm market but the only annoying thing i find they do is they try to make every new artist they introduce sound like hillsong and chris tomlin like come on like 
there's so much creativity outside of Hillsong, Chris Tomlin, as much as I love those artists. But anyway, so uh, we'll be back for round two. There's a surprise guest that um, Adele had at one of her recent concerts. Her name is Jamie Grace, and she was able to sing an Elvis, I think it was an Elvis Presley cover to her, and Adele was blown out of her mind at how great this girl could sing. She's actually a Grammy nominee as well. Yeah, but this song uh, is actually her feature on Toby Mac's song, and that's going to be Favorite Songs. So tune in next time for round number two. Enjoy Favorite Song in the meantime. We'll be back with Victoria Amato Show, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to be working on my pronunciation of her name this whole time. All right, we'll be back soon. My whole life I've wondered how this wandering heart could turn around. It's over now. Okay. I'm going to leave my selfish melodies. Want to be in your beautiful symphony. A lyric to my favorite song You stick with me all day long And when I reach the end I wanna hear it again Like a lyric to my favorite song You stay with me all day long Surprising like raindrops when the sun is shining, it's beautiful to me. Lord, you flip my words and change the tempo, and somehow you just make it simple, so beautiful to see. Like a lyric to my favorite song You stick with me all day long 